Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Eric Nalin, publisher, InsideTexas.com, uh, your source for Longhorn football and recruiting news each and every day. Eric and his team, uh, including myself, are up and at them trying to give you the latest news, whether it's recruiting, team, uh, portal transfer, all this stuff that's going on right now. Uh, but today, uh, right now, we're doing the State of the Program, which is a weekly installment with Eric and myself talking about all things Texas. Uh, Eric, there is no bigger news uh, in Longhorn world right now than the, the portal yesterday. The news that Hudson Card, the backup quarterback for the Longhorns, who performed admirably this year, uh, is going to enter his name into the transfer portal come Monday. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, entirely expected. You know, um, it was somewhat of a surprise that he stuck around for this season. You know, I thought it was uh, it, it's said very well of him, his character, how, how much he loves the school that he came back, uh, served as a very good backup, uh, went two and one in the games he started. Uh, the game he lost, I don't think you could attribute to his his play. And, uh, you know, he's going to be in, in, in high demand. It's going to be very interesting to see which route he goes. Does he go to a G5 school, you know, on the level of UTSA? Uh, where he's guaranteed to start, or is he going to go to another school uh, that's you know com competing on the same level as Texas, and and maybe even has a uh, a better fo football program overall than Texas right now, uh, just in need of a quarterback. He's going to have a lot of options, and uh, you know I, I know he's I know he's his phone is going to be ringing off the hook if it isn't already. Wink, wink. It should be. You know, yeah. I mean he he performed. Uh, I'm I'm not saying he's he's not a superstar. I don't think that anybody would say that, but he's a solid quarterback. Uh, yeah. And more importantly for me, and, and as we're talking, we're, we're talking about Texas here. I thought he stepped up uh, very well and yeah. actually improved as the year went on when he was at the helm of the Longhorns. No, he's not perfect. No, no quarterback is. Uh, but you know what else can you ask of a guy? He came in and gave it his, his all. Uh, Justin Wells and I talked about this yesterday or day before. He was a positive influence in the locker yeah. room, positive influence in the quarterback room. I, you know, you can't say more about the guy and just wish him well. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, he. I mean, he's he's a he's exactly what coaches are looking for in reliability at the position. You know, the, the high school kids are a crapshoot compared to a kid that's played in college like he has. The, someone that's demonstrated that he's going to prepare for every game, even if he's not the starter. Uh, he just has a high floor for for a, a, a program looking for that. And then he does have uh, some unexplored talent. I think you know he's got he's got plenty of arm. He's a good athlete. Uh, if he finds the right system, I think he's going to produce a lot of numbers in college. It's my understanding that he's an exceedingly good student too. He obviously graduated uh, at, from Texas in two and a half years, I guess. Uh, yeah. So he, he's certainly in that category. Uh, do you know what he's, is he looking to get an MBA while he's at the the next school, or do you know that? Yeah. He'll get his MBA at the next school uh, next spring, I believe. Yeah, his his uh, his dad is a savvy businessman. Uh, I actually know some people in a roundabout way that that work for for uh, Doug Card and uh, the whole family. Nobody speaks uh, speaks ill will about him. And uh, you know, in the day and age of quarterback dads, I've really enjoyed uh, dealing with the cards over the years. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got it. All right. Um, 
couple other questions for you. Obviously, the portal as a whole uh, is something I want to get to. Uh, first, I want to thank our sponsor, Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm. Uh, the Lowy Law Firm specializes in results for his clients, whether it's a tragic car wreck, an accident in the workplace, or any serious or catastrophic injury that you suffer or a loved one. Adam is who you want to call. Call Adam today at 512-280-0800 or reach him online at lowylawfirm.com for a free consultation. And remember, Adam focuses on results. Uh, the portal as a whole, uh, Eric, in your opinion, uh, where do you think Texas comes out right now and where they're situated? A total of seven uh, announced their uh, seven former Longhorns announced their intentions yesterday to enter the portal. Could there be more? What is Texas looking for in the portal? Let's just have a, a full-on portal discussion and where you're at right now with it. Well, it's how government should uh, operate. You know, if you're going to spend more, you should cut spending elsewhere. And so, you know, this is one in, one out sort of thing. So if for every dollar spent, you should cut a dollar. This is uh, you have to make room uh, to budget, uh, I guess you could call it. Uh, so, you know, you're going to lose some players, some good players that will end up, uh, you know, starting elsewhere, even even, you know, might even start uh, playing against Texas. Who knows? Uh, so they, they did lose some good players. Andre Carrick can start somewhere. Uh, J.D. Coffey can become a, a starter. I think D.J. Harris is going to be uh, a good fit in the, uh, in, you know, in the right school, maybe a U of H or something like that. Um, so you have to make room. But, you know, the good thing is this year they're not making room uh, to get rid of people that maybe were malcontents in the, in the locker room. They're getting rid of players that are actually quality because, you know, there's a downward pressure on them from the, the new talent. Those guys were over-recruited in some regards. Uh, and so, you know, I mean, Jameer Johnson, the, you know, corners are hard to find. He's going to be in demand. UCLA will probably be after him. Some of those West Coast schools, he's from out that way. Uh, maybe the Arizona schools. Uh, I mean, he's, he could start at a lot of places. So this is just a sign that Texas is improving the roster talent. Yeah, and I think that's fair, right? I mean, I consider it – I wrote an article this morning. I know you've written about it uh, extensively. Um, this is part of the nat natural attrition of a program. It's not a mass exodus or something like that. This is what happens yeah. as you churn your roster and yeah. as you get better. Yeah, my sister texted me yesterday. She said, is everything all right at Texas? I see players leaving left and right. You know, she doesn't follow it that closely. And, you know, I had to kind of explain to her that it is the natural life cycle of roster management. You know, um, it, you, you know it, some guys have proven or maybe they've gotten their degree or they want to go someplace where they've got a chance to start it or get more snaps. And so, you know, Texas is, you know, they're going to fill those roster spots and that's just the way it goes. And you know, because of where Texas is in the food chain, Texas is always going to benefit from uh, from this new age of college football. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, my look on it uh, is, uh, Eric, is that uh, you got to be uh, selectively um, opportunistic in the pool, right? Yeah. Uh, Texas, I'll give you an example. Uh, Daniel Trejo probably not coming back next year, right? Well, Isaac Pearson, that... that uh, Apparently didn't work. Is Texas going to take a punter? Maybe, you know, you got to, if there's one out there that really upgrades your roster, then you take yep. sure. uh, cornerback. I mean, now that Jameer Johnson is gone, they're going to need a cornerback, a safety. Uh, Anthony Cook's gone and yep. BJ Allen is, is still learning. You know, it, it just, I think that um, what maybe happened last year in the portal with Texas they were what they felt selectively opportunistic. They got not only Quinn Ewers, which was huge, uh, but also Ryan Watts, which I think is more of what Texas is want to see in the in the. It's going to be rare when you get a a true starter at quarterback, probably, it, it, especially as Texas goes forward with, with Arch Manning now uh, coming in in January as well. But you see guys that you think Texas can upgrade with, even if it's just a 
10% upgrade, you got to do that. Um, and I think that that makes your team better overall. Here's where Texas is in a bit of a tough spot uh, being where they are in the hierarchy is that, you know, a lot of these guys going in can upgrade the Texas Techs, uh, you know, the, these other schools that don't necessarily have the same baseline that Texas does. So they could get caught uh, where they're playing it too slow uh, on a player that they like, waiting to see if somebody else comes in uh, and have that player go elsewhere. So, you know, uh, the, the, the guy that's, that's maybe a seven or an eight on Texas's board is a 10 on other boards. Uh, and so if they're too selective there and, and too patient, it could, it could come up and bite them. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out, you know, especially at wide receiver for me. That's the one I'm, I'm most curious about. Yeah, I mean, because we just don't know what's going to happen. Xavier Worthy uh, uh, is not – I mean, he's, he's made some, inclin- some intentions. He hasn't said no, but he hasn't jumped in the portal either. You know, and, and so it's, it's weird. Uh, we, we're waiting to hear whether Jordan Whittington is fully going pro or not. Uh, we haven't really uh, talked about him much, uh, but, uh, you know, there's there's that. But after that, those two are the only proven receivers on the Texas roster at this point. Everybody else is a maybe. I mean, Brennan Thompson and Savion Red, both yeah. uh, maybes as well. Um, I, I feel like at this point, you know, we're waiting for the other shoe to drop when kids can actually go in the portal next Monday. Because not only do I think that we'll hear about some guys that we – nobody ever contemplated from other schools going in the portal that Texas might be attracted to. There might be some guys from Texas that nobody is thinking about that might enter the portal as well. I mean, I just, I think it's a a really odd uh, mix right now in this, in this day and age. Yeah. You know, that's why I tell Texas fans, you know, it's, it's all fun to celebrate uh, a good acquisition, but you know, there's the other side of it. So, you you know, you want to live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword. Uh, but on balance, Texas is going to benefit more than most schools. So yeah, there's going to be a you're going to you're going to take a you're going to get a bloody nose here and there, but uh, you're going to win more than more than you lose. Got it. All right. Um, all right. Uh, let, let's talk a little bit more. Uh, I want to talk a little bit uh, recruiting uh, and also bowl possibilities. Uh, Longhorns, uh, Eric, uh, uh, look like they're headed to uh, San Antonio for the Alamo Bowl against a Pac-12 opponent at this point. Yeah, the the uh, annual Alamo Bowl uh, trip it feels like, but you know it's it's uh, it's actually a good bowl game. Um, you know, Texas fans are just kind of uh, apathetic towards it just because you know proximity. Everybody's been to San Antonio a hundred times. Uh, it, you know, it's forty five minutes away or an hour away from Austin, so it, it doesn't necessarily come with the excitement that it would if it was uh, the Holiday Bowl, which is basically the same sort of bowl. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who they get. I, you know, uh, I hope they get Washington. Washington has a really good offense. So I'd love to see that offense versus. Uh, uh, UT's improved defense, even if uh, UT loses a player or two. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be interesting because they they are explosive. UW <laughs> is explosive on offense uh, with Michael Penix, uh, the left-handed transfer uh, from Indiana. Um, you know, we, we talk about this, and it's recruiting time of year, not just portal time of year. Uh, you uh, and the Inside Texas team, Jerry Hamilton, uh, broke some news this morning that uh, Sadir Mitchell, the big defensive lineman uh, out of New Jersey, is going to be in for his official visit. Uh, Cedric Baxter, the running back out of Orlando, uh, Edgewater, is not taking any other visits and yeah. visiting Texas on December 17th. Uh, the first signing day is December 21st. Uh, I'm just going to come out and ask you, what are you hearing outside of the guys that are committed? What are you hearing on Anthony Hill? Uh, any of the new offers that Texas has made in state? What, what, what's going on right now in recruiting in your from your perspective? 
Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Well, yeah, everybody was, I, not everybody, but some people got concerned with uh, A&M potentially saving that recruitment with a win over a lackluster LSU. Um, you know, I'm not hearing that. That's not the, the, the Hills aren't the type of people that are going to look at uh, one game uh, to make a decision or anything like that. So I think Texas is still in a good spot for them. You know, it's that, that recruitment's always going to be uh, tough to get over the finish line. Um, you know, the, the higher profile the players, the, the better the schools are that are coming after them nonstop and trying to get them to see it their way. So, uh, you know, there's still some work, work left to do, but I, but I feel good about where Hill is. Um, you know, to me, I'm again, same as I'm interested in the portal, I'm interested to see how wide receiver plays out. Uh, Texas is still going after Jaden Greathouse. I hear conflicting things on that one. Uh, you know, some people in, in Austin, Westlake area think that he's going to end up at UT. Uh, but people that are closer to the South Bend side of things on the Notre Dame side, um, you know, they feel pretty confident about about holding on to him. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, with uh, you know, he's a wide receiver. But with Billingsley leaving, uh, that opens up some some personnel looks that would fit Greathouse quite well next year. And I think he's a player that could come in and, uh, and play early. He's, he's just mature and he's you know, he's mature physically and mentally. Um, and well, a four year varsity guy at Westlake is so rare. Yeah. He's been doing the same thing since he was a freshman, too. I mean, every year looks like the one before. It's crazy. Um, you know, they're still after Kyle Parker, the LSU commit, um, DeAndre Moore, the, the Louisville commit. Um, you know, they've got they've got a, a couple of targets lined up, and it looks like they want to take two more in high school and then uh, attack the portal with with perhaps uh, one or two more as well. Yeah, I don't think they're going to be shy uh, about going after uh, after receivers in the portal. Uh, Isaiah Namor, they hope, comes back full force next year as well. I should have mentioned Jacoby Lane too out of Mesa, Arizona. Uh, you know, just I, I never, I never should have looked at his highlights. You know, I don't look at highlights of players that I don't think Texas is going to get. You know, I just don't even bother. I, I'll just go by the ranking and trust them on that. Uh, but this one, I made the mistake of watching, and I, I really wish I wouldn't have. He's a, he's terrific. Uh, he's got length. He's he's uh, got short area quickness you don't normally see with a six five receiver. Uh, he's smooth, catches away from his body. Um, you know, a lanky athlete that the roster doesn't have. So I should not have watched that. Uh, but, you know, Texas is, is making that one somewhat interesting. Obviously, they want to put make Lincoln Riley play defense like, uh, you know, he's always putting every, making everybody else play defense with their players. Uh, I think Texas would want him to play defense a little bit, too. OK, got it. Um, thank you again. I want to ask you a couple more questions here. But thanks again to uh, Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm for his sponsorship uh, weekly of the state of the program. Adam Lowy of the Lowy Law Firm, the law firm specializes in results for their clients whether it's a tragic car wreck, an accident in the workplace, or any sort of serious or catastrophic injury, Adam is who you want to call. Call Adam today at 512-280-0800. And remember, Adam focuses on results. Um, we're, we're going into a, an odd period right now uh, where coaches, Steve Sarkeesian, uh, even as we speak, I think this morning, uh, on Wednesday morning, is still meeting with players, uh, yep. Eric. And going to be doing that uh, pretty much for the rest of the week as he gives them the, not necessarily an exit interview, but it's kind of that he meets with every one of them after um, uh, the fall or after the fall season and then after spring ball as well. Um, and so this is that time of year where, you know, they kind of get an understanding of where they are in the pecking order 
what they need to do. Uh, but uh, they're coming up on on starting practice next week and getting back after it for the Alamo Bowl. Um, what are you looking for from this Alamo Bowl practice, this set of them? Uh, I've asked a, a couple other uh, of our Inside Texas folks the same question. What are you hoping to see out of, out of these Alamo Bowl practices? Uh, I'm going to be asking mostly about the offensive line and the defensive line, the, the younger defensive line, the edge players, uh, and, and the younger offensive linemen. I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of what uh, spring ball is going to look like, the uh, competition that we're going to see over winter. Uh, really, I, this, this time of year is about the younger players, what's going on next season. This is, uh, this is not the capstone to this season. To me, it's the, the jump off to winter workouts. Uh, so it, this is always about a youth movement. Uh, who are the younger players that are practicing hard? Who, who are jockeying position for position? Um, you know, specifically with these departures in mind, you know, J.D. Coffey is, is not going to be in the conversation next spring. So who's going to take those snaps? Who's going to be who's going to who's going to uh, kind of uh, assume his place and maybe jump jump into the conversation? They got an open spot over there with uh, with Anthony Cook, Cook departing. You know, so I'm going to look at see who's filling the void of the departed players and, the, and then the younger players in general. Uh, how are they faring on the offensive line and the defensive line? Texas really needs the edges uh, to solidify next year. They lost uh, two of them yesterday, Prince Dorba and, and uh, DJ Harris. That opens the door wide open for the younger players. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a chance to talk to you, at least on the record here, uh, about uh, the game at Baylor. Uh, and, uh, you know, I want to know if you have any lasting thoughts about that game that you can add uh, to this discussion here. Well, I mean, I loved it for the seniors. You know, the um, the seniors went out, I think, on a high note. Eight and four isn't what they were wanting. But, uh, you know, I think they feel like they've got the program headed in the right direction. And, and a lot of them put in a lot of work individually to, to get them to that point. So I was happy to see the seniors go out like that. Uh, you know, I think DeMarvin Overshone had one of his best games. Uh, you know, you the, the, to me, I think, uh, you know, everybody looked at that Rashawn Hurdle and said, hey, that's a hell of a way to end your career. But uh, DeMarvin lighting up the quarterback and not getting flagged, uh, you know, he was flagged so – so unjustly a, a few times in the season, but for him to lay out the quarterback and not get flagged, you know, I thought that showed uh, pretty much what DeMarvin Overshone could bring to the table. He had part I, think of the that's, I think that's hilarious because I thought the same thing. Yes, he did it, and he didn't get flagged. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I enjoyed it. You know, I think that the team finally found its identity, uh, maybe found its identity a little bit too late. Um, but, you know, the, the, the offseason improvement we saw continued throughout the season. You know, the defense got better. The run game got better. Uh, they've got some things to work on that are pretty obvious to everyone. Uh, but I think the program's headed in the right direction. You know, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited for the spring for sure. The season could have gone maybe a little bit better. Um, but I think we saw that they, the, they improved in the right places. Um, and, I, you know, I think the coaches are earning their keep. Could It could have it could have went worse, too. I mean, look, I mean, here, here's the reality of it. I felt and I think you feel the same way. They just looked like more of a team this year. Um, yeah. They they took it. They took some some hits on the chin. I mean, they lost that game to Oklahoma state and then come back and beat Kansas state on the road. I yep. mean, yep. They, you know, all for all intents and purposes, they, they may have folded tent after that loss against Oklahoma state a year ago. They kind of did a year ago. Yeah. Um, and I, I just feel like uh, the Baylor game was uh, a nice little bow on the present of what yep. 2022 was. Sark had a very good offseason. If he duplicates that again, especially with all the influx of people coming in, they've got uh, 12 early enrollees in the freshman class. I just wrote an article on that this morning. Uh, go to Inside Texas front page. There's a lot of free content up there. Um, you know, there's a list of all 12 guys that are coming in. It's not just portal additions. So, you know, the big test for that is to get those guys assimilated into the, into the culture you're trying to establish. And last year, Sark, Sark was able to pull that off. They had a lot of new faces in there. 
Uh, and, and, you know, they, they definitely played as a team. They bounced back a lot. Uh, they showed a lot of heart. They were a physical team. They played with effort. Um, so I think if Sark has that same sort of offseason again, that, you know, they're off and running. All right. Uh, thank you to Eric Nolene, publisher of InsideTexas.com. Uh, this has been our weekly uh, state of the program. Uh, for Eric, I'm Bobby Burton. Thanks for watching.